Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Booyakata! The Matter of Faction podcast, episode 26 for the Handshake Media Group. And we're here, we're edging ever closer to episode 30. Uh, you know, our podcast is nearly hitting that, like, it's late 20s. It's, it's starting angsty. to get angry. Yeah, it's getting ang- anxious about hitting 30. It's starting to Doesn't... hate everyone else who's older than the age of 60. Okay, yeah. boomer, settle down, mate. Yeah. Okay, like, it's been a massive week for music. Like, oh my God. Honestly, the, the biggest week for, for, for music publications, for PR, for everything, for fans, yeah, yeah. mostly. So, And like, it seems to all have just been like jammed into this week and I don't think all of the other publicists and labels and everything knew the other things were coming. What's going on, yeah. And just it it all just happened this week. So watch us get through everything, but first of all, before we continue on, Ebony's gonna hit you up with some of the headlines yeah. from the week. She's just gonna concentrate condense what, it. Condense this week into a news bite worthy segment. So good luck with that. Here's Ebony with the news. Well, I don't know how I can condense all this awesomeness, but here we go. A Day to Remember's new album has been pushed back. They've said that they're not finished with it yet, so it is still coming and it is still called You're Welcome, so hang out for that one. But we may get to see some new material live at Good Things Festival. And don't forget to get tickets to Parkway Drive's documentary, Viva the Underdogs. It's one night only in January on the 22nd. Book it now. It probably will sell out. And some exciting music news from the past week. Polaris, after two years, have released their new song called Masochist. The response has been absolutely wild. And the video features Zach Britt, who you might know from Young Lions and Dream on Dreamer. He's a great artist and you can see it featured in the video pretty clearly. Love that song. Also new music from Bring Me the Horizon. Their new track, Ludens, is a heavy EDM type of song. And look, if a song could represent a band's musical progression, this is theirs. Go check it out. It'll surprise you. It's also from the video game called Death Stranding for all you gamer fans out there, which is one of the most highly anticipated games of 2019. There's your condensed news for the week. Stay heavy. Well done, Ebony. Congratulations. Now, uh, it's reunion. It's like she wind-zipped the whole week's worth of... <laughs> <laughs> and then sent it off and you didn't get a virus to go with it too. <laughs> Now, uh, reunions is obviously the biggest R word of the week, essentially. My Chemical Romance and Rage Against the Machine, two bands we never thought no. in a billion years would get back together again, have reformed, and like all seems right in the world again. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think we've even talked about it in this podcast previously where I've sort of said like, look, Zach's not coming back. Yeah, you have. Let's be... Let's get behind Prophets of Rage and the message that they're, that they're uh, you know, spruiking out there in the world. Yep. You know, it's the same message delivered a little differently. Uh, let's get behind them. But n- now, honestly, in this day, you know, and climate we have... Uh, we need Zach. We need, we need Rage. Or we need Rage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And look, you know, Prophets of Rage have said like, that the band is disbanding. Disbanded as well, uh, yeah. Totally... Not so much acceptable, but totally understandable, Mm. right? Because Zach's back and now, like, it's they have the purpose and the message. And from what we've seen, they've got those reunion shows. They're playing Coachella both weekends. If Prophets of Rage have said that they're disbanding, that's it. Then that means Rage are back full time. And I guarantee there's new music. Well, why would they get back together, play a couple of shows in Coachella, and then go, that's it? Thanks, guys. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm certain they'll do some more shows, but I can't say we could count on that we're going to have them 
Forever again. Uh, yeah, okay. Forever is a long time. Because they've done this before. Yeah. And 2011, they got back together. That's they did, right. They did a, a world run of shows that didn't include Australia. But, yeah. Um, you know. So, you know, there, there was an opportunity that they could up and leave again. So, you know, if we get in, another 12 months out of them, I'd be stoked. Perfect. And, and hopefully this, that includes And in Australia. this day and age, yeah. in this day and age, we need them. With everything yeah. that's going on around the world, with everything that's happening with Trump in office, I have enjoyed... Oh, it's not just the US, man. Oh, my there's God. There's so much. Yeah. I've enjoyed all the bands who have released anti-Trump songs. Some yeah. 41, Anti-Flag, yeah. come to mind, for example. Yeah. The one I've been waiting for is Rage. And now that they are oh. back, this is going to blow people's uh. minds. You know that for a yeah. fact. The, oh, yeah. You know, because I mean, we have you know bands like you know your Fever three three threes, yep, and and that sort of stuff that 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 all sort of f- follow in those traditions of you know like it's it's hard and it's angry and it's like uh, it's the stuff that needs to be heard and they're giving yeah. that point across. And Fever but, is like the rage but, of like the next generation. Yeah, but no one does it as as good. Yeah, as good. Yeah, exactly. As, or, well, as angry yeah rage so i'm keen to see what they do like i guarantee with these shows that's just before these shows release you would know this from a pr perspective like we'll see a song drop before that tour begins right yeah that's that's nine times out of ten what would normally happen so we can this is a bit of a different case i mean this is a this is a band you know a band with you know profile and history i put it to you they don't necessarily need to drop a song yeah, if, if they yep, do, yep, yep. if they do, all the better for it. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get a song. Well, where would you put My Chemical Romance up? Because you know they use the hashtag like Phantoms Forever, yep. which was to signal that they were back with that reunion show that sold out minutes. So obviously, headlining download festival here in Australia yeah. and Japan and a show in what New an Zealand. Announcement. Massive. Like this is this is this is massive. But like, will we see My Chemical Romance drop a new song before this? reunion before this has there been appearance. any indication that they're in the studio none, none. I, I mean usually you get well some you know you'll get like tmz or you know so, you know some snapping and walking out know, together presses, yeah yeah like yeah. or like you know you'll see you know gerard with you with know, mikey or, or ray yeah, or something, or something like, that. like that yeah and they'll get snapped together and people will but start this is but what there's I, been nothing right? no they, so, they they have been so secretive about this like no one knew this was happening yeah, so like true. we we don't know what's going to come forward and next year gerard's got the second season of the umbrella academy, academy on yep. netflix there's another couple of graphic novels coming out too yep. so he's a busy boy like yeah yeah my my, my assumption with this is like it was the right time to come back because on the album Danger Days that was set in 2019. So a lot of fans already speculated oh. that this return was going to happen this year. And here we are. It's finally happening. So like maybe... Did they plan that or is it just a lovely no, coincidence? I guarantee you this was planned because the band have done so much up until that point. They took a break for, what was it, seven years or so? Yeah. And in that time they did other things. Nothing really amounted yeah. to what this success... Oh, got Frankie Arrow yeah, like doing, doing his, his solo, solo stuff. And... Um, I know that, I think it's Ray. I think Ray was doing stuff on the soundtrack for the Umbrella Academy. Oh, that's um, sick. Mikey, I, I can't tell you what he was doing and... Uh, well, Bob hasn't been in the band since he left after Teenagers got released as a single. So, right. yeah, it's hard to say, you know, where the band's at and what they're looking at doing moving forward. But I can safely say we might see a new song with them to coincide with this whole coming back kind That of thing. would be amazing. I think we'll also see, like, a world tour 
happening with yeah. more dates to be announced because you've yeah. got New Zealand, Australia, Japan, and whatever's west of like those and countries. Post that, yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, things are looking good for for those bands you thought would never ever get back together again. Mm. This is two prime examples of two bands we never had an inkling of. We didn't have any rumors or speculation. I mean, the Jonas oh. Brothers. Well, the Jonas Brothers came out and said they're getting back together, and everyone's like, <laughs> Jonas yeah, good Brothers, guys, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but then but now it's happened. Like Timmy C did post. A picture of them together not that long ago from Rage, yeah, yeah. yeah like, it was okay. like a, a, a like a picture of them all on stage from back in the day. Reflection piece, okay, yeah. 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 And so, so that was a speculated hint. at that point. Ah, uh, but, but you know, you your your sort of stuff pops up all the time. Exactly. Like, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, I'd love to see Rage get back together. And maybe they yeah. do that just to, to test the waters and see what everyone's thinking, where everyone's at. Like, mm. Mike is a perfect example of the fact that they were always wanted because people were constantly talking about them day in, day yeah. out. Just probably not on, like, a large scale. But Rage, everyone just gave up the fact that they'll ever get back together again. So. Yeah, because we'd had our one reunion. Yeah, that's right. And it's like, dare we dare we hope for another? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and it's like, let, let's not get our hopes up. And look, Tom, Tom Morello seemed pretty confident in the future of Prophets of Rage with the new music they yeah. were doing. Even I his mean, solo look, stuff too. At that so. point, like... Y- you're in that band. You got to sell that band. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, okay. So you know, if your heart's not in it, real. you need to be the person who's like, yeah, I support this regardless. That oh, kind of thing. I don't think it's not. I don't think it was that his heart wasn't in it. I think it's just like well, you, you, you're selling the thing you're in right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can't let out that rage is getting back together. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, you know? gotcha. Okay, yeah. The other reunion news that came up this week is, and I don't think it's confirmed, but Josh Homme has talked about. Uh, that he really would like a them crooked vultures. Yeah, now, I don't know. Do you know much about this band? I've, oh, look, not not off the top of my head. I know they've put out one album so far. It was pretty good from what I've heard. It's, it's dope. It, it's it is so good. good yeah. yeah. So well, it's it's uh, it's Josh Homme. It's Dave Grohl on drums, and it's uh, the bass player from Led Zeppelin, <laughs> <laughs> whose name escapes me at this very minute. Um, but it's one and op- one and only opportunity where you we forget who it is. But yeah, like 2019 has been a big year. The damn things reunited early yeah, on this there you year. Go. No one ever thought they'd get back together again. It's been great. Like to be honest with you, I think musically this has been the most exciting year of music that we have had to wrap up the decade. It's, yeah. it's insane. It's wow, insane. I didn't even think of that. That's like, cool. well, let's take a look at what's happened since 2010 to now. It's so much in that time. Who knows what the next 10 years are going to yeah, hold. The 20s, the oh, roaring 20s. There's going to be lots of 2020 puns next year. I can guarantee you that. That's for sure. Yeah, I can see it with 2020 vision. Um, talking about 2020 next year, Download Festival announcement finally came. Look, we, we are now in a position where we have a few healthy music festivals, don't we? We've got in Download. Heavy in Heavy yeah. World. We've got Download. We've got Unify. We've got the good, good things. things. We've got Invasion, Invasion Fest. Fest. Like, and, a, and a ton of smaller boutique, boutique ones. festivals yeah, exactly. and all that sort of like, stuff as well. They're, they're, they're more suited to like the local area, but we are now spoilt for choice. Remember that period after 2015 where we had nothing? Mm. We had nothing. And it was it was a dismal thing. Like, I, I thoroughly... It was a weird looked, wasteland of was. potentially getting Legion Festival. Yeah, that too. Lol. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a, it was an odd time. Yeah, and look now we now we are sport for choice with four potentially different music festivals in terms mm. of style and organisation and bands that are playing. So like, I don't understand. We've spoken about this where this anger or this sense of entitlement yeah. has come from with people, and you know we we are actively trying to support things like this because I don't want to go back to that period. 
I've no. gone to music festivals, heavy music festivals, and not had a bad day, regardless of the fact that I might have seen maybe two, three, or four bands of that day. Mm. I discovered a lot more during that point. Correct. But because we have these things in front of us, we need to support them and talk openly. Now, I saw an interesting uh, conversation point come up in a, in a Facebook thread, and it was about like, yes, you're right. Uh, and look, I don't necessarily support this, but it was an interesting point in that he said, we also don't owe the festival's blind patronage in that you just like whatever they put on, you should go. So these people who go to festivals for the sake of going to festivals and uploading Instagram photos yeah. and things like that. That's, well, that's no, no, it was sort of like, regardless of who's on, you should go like, uh, but I, yeah, I no. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I think like, my God, if there's, if there's two, three bands on that lineup that you go, that's awesome. And I'm, so keen for those bands, but oh, I just don't think there's enough on the rest of the lineup for me to justify spending my money on. Rubbish. You'll find stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you'll have a great day with your friends regardless. I, I, I just think like, and you know, the entire lineup's not released yet. We're getting, probably getting ahead of ourselves, but what we're talking about is that the, that there was Usually you see a 50-50 split of like people whinging yeah, and people yeah, stoked. Yeah, yeah. This seemed, when the download lineup was announced, that there was a lot of like, oh, it's not heavy enough, it's not metal enough, there's not a, there's not a metal headliner. Well, well, you, know, you know who these people are. These are the people that went last year for Judas Priest, for Slayer, for Anthrax, for Ozzy Osbourne, who had the pullout, and they expected a repeat of that. Whereas you look at the year before, that was catered to more of like, our generation, like the new metal fans, mm. we had Limp, we had Corn, we had Prophets of Rage. Last year was a metal one. This is like a bit of everything. There is yeah. literally something for everyone. I went through the lineup yesterday and even ignoring bands that you would say are not like metal metal. Full metal, yeah, yeah. You know, so even ignoring like Deftones, for goodness sake. Yep, yep. You know, even ignoring them... I counted 10 out of 26 bands that you'd go, those are metal bands. And look, which equates to about 40% of the lineup yep. that's been announced so far. 40% and that's not good enough for you? <laughs> and we're talking, you know, world-class bands like Carcass, Testament, Lacuna Coil, uh, amazing uh, Australian bands like Disentomb. Yeah, spot know, like, on. And you're just like, what? Like, this isn't good enough for you? Yeah. And th not only that, there are multiple stages, and they all need headliners. If you're, if, if my chem is not my your chemical, thing, yep. If my chemical romance is headlining the main stage, go I can, see the metal headliner over at the other stage. I can guarantee it's probably going to be Testament, right? Yeah, I can there say will be something, like something for you all day long. Yep, and that's if you go along and you support it. You just you, you've you, you've seen a poster. And you whinged. Yeah. It's rubbish. I don't like it. It's, it's not Kyle it's a, Fest. It's, it's not a, Dave Fest though, Pricey. Come it's on. A, it's a it's just a piss poor attitude. And you know, these are and you know, I saw someone say, um, oh, I'd go if Tool, Raging Against the Machine, and Maiden all played. There's no way in There is hell. no budget yeah. in this world yeah. that accounts for all three of those bands on the same lineup in Australia that isn't gonna cost you eight hundred dollars a ticket. Exactly. Because you think about it, they've got production teams they've yep. got equipment that they need to all bring down even if any one of those bands were on the lineup at this point the ticket price would be over two hundred dollars yeah exactly. far beyond two hundred dollars yep. and and everyone would be whinging about that so let's just take a mo and yes okay there's a big promoter behind it but also they're looking at a spreadsheet and they need to make it work where there's a black 
number at the bottom of it, not a red one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They've got a, you know, like, and if you want those bands, get your credit card out. You bring them out here. Correct. But there's this this thing, especially in, in, and I've noticed it in the Sydney, like the heavy music scene if mm. you will like you know the old school kind of heavy scene yeah, where yeah. they they have this whole situation of like you know they've had it better because bands came out back in the day and they brought this this and this person but things were a lot cheaper back then than what mm. they were now you take into consideration the whole festival organization situation with the new south wales government making festivals jump through hoops in order to be the, able to bring the this cost, stuff here the yeah. cost of having the police at the festival is phenomenal yeah in the hundreds of thousands of dollars just to have... And that's just to put it on. Yeah. That's, that's a regulation. They need just to, to have put them the there. festival yeah. on. Now, I went to Sydney last year. I went to the Sydney download. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hundreds of police. Yep. Standing around doing nothing because, honestly, there was nothing for them to do. Yeah. It was a n- non-violent crowd. There was no issues. They treated it in the same way that they would at, say, a dance festival where people are going to be you know, taking pills and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. This is not that crowd. Exactly, yeah. And and they were standing around doing nothing, but it was a regulation that they needed to be there from the government. In order to make the festival take place. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So take this into consideration when when you're thinking about what's going on with these festivals. And you're putting the screws on them to put Ramstein on. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, good grief. Look, they're already paying through, like, the legs and arms to to make this happen in a place like Sydney, for example. So, like... Get, cut them a bit of slack and realise they're doing the best of what they can. Until these rules and regulations get overturned, this is what they're going to be facing every year yeah. and what they're going to have to do. They're yeah. not going to give us like a like a dwindled down lineup for Sydney because it's a cheaper alternative. They want to give you exactly what Melbourne's getting. So yeah. other states will get sideshows here and there, that kind of thing, until it can be, can become a sustainable and viable uh, outing, essentially. But, but the until thing is, then, we, give it a go. We have to. Sake. We have to support it. And, uh, you know, that's Pricey and Brownie's TED Talk for yeah. today. So, like, Thanks get involved, support it, and we'll see this grow and And nurture. all of the festivals, mind yeah, you. All this of, isn't exactly. just about yeah, download. Yeah, this yeah. is like, you know, you see similar gripes and all of them. You're just like, good grief. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry we didn't, you know, consult you living in Orange, New South Wales. <laughs> like, Shout out to, to our Orange crew. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It could be anywhere, you know, like... It's more of a Dubbo mentality, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, just like, I'm sorry we didn't consult you personally to find out what to you wanted. To make sure what yeah, you wanted yeah. is on there. Like, it's okay. Just don't go. Correct. That's don't right. Don't whinge about it. But don't crap on anyone else who's excited for an emo yeah, reunion, all right? Totally. I'm looking forward to getting that guy liner back again, all right? And having one of those moments. Ugh. It's a scary thought, but don't hey. Don't do it with the felt tip pen again like you to, did last week. Let's not do that ever again, all right? Uh, but let's take a look forward. Like you mentioned the name before, Iron Maiden Tool, two bands who are yeah. obviously going to be doing headline tours, which in some cases is, is better. So Maiden, we found out today. Yep. They're doing uh, a May tour next year across the country alongside... With Kill Switch Engage. I didn't huge. see that coming. No, that's like the that's ulti- cool. That's the ultimate pair up of like, you can take your dad to a show and show him how to mosh yeah. during Kill Switch. That's going to be sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't... Like, I knew there was a Maiden tour coming. Yeah. Like, you know, they they hinted at it, like... Very as, openly. As a, yeah, very yeah. openly. It was, as hints go, it was terrible. <laughs> like, it was like, basically, we're, we're coming, but, you know, we'll tell you the dates next week. Yeah, to build hype. And, yeah. And there's a, there's a massive want and need for Maiden. Maiden are one of those bands who 
put so much into their theatrics behind mm. their sound for their show. So and what you pay is actually worth yeah. every cent of and your what money. You see what they said that people will see, like. Yeah, it's incredible! Like the they're not. There's a full size like Spitfire plane. Yep, what? there's a massive devil. There's this. There's what? that. There's everything. There is literally, and they said that they're not going to strip down the show for Australia because it's so far away. It's kind of like I guess how you know Parkway Drive bought all yeah, of their yeah. pyrotechnics and all of that from the UK over on a boat. That's mm. what Maiden are doing, but they're just probably going to put on Ed Force One. And it seems and like it would be like it over. the equivalent of when like Pink Floyd did the Wall here, like did the full size. Like production of that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty nuts. So look, there's there's big tours for those who wanted those bands yeah. to come. And but then Tool, we don't know the dates or anything nah. like that yet. But people uh, broke the code, uh, and we figured out that Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Perth, Perth are on this uh, Australian on, tour that they've got for well, Feb that, well, that's, 2020. That's what was involved in this video yeah. that we saw. There might have been a there might have been a city missing. I'm sorry, Adelaide, but like mm. we didn't see Adelaide in there. But they might. I don't know. They might change something. I don't know. It seems kind of weird for a band like Tour to come to back after Perth so long and then, and then not Adelaide, and not yeah. do each capital city. So we know that that tour is getting announced very soon. They've got the hype going up at the moment. But which here's is, the thing. So the what's been hinted at is. February 2020, right? Correct, yeah, that's it. That's a very short time away. That is exactly three months away. Yeah, which and like, seems not enough for shows of that size, right? Like, usually, you know, you think we'd probably be thinking, you know... Like Rod Laver? Or is that too Yeah, big? yeah, probably Rod, Rod Laver, Laver Brisbane you know. Entertainment Centre, um, you know, Perth Stadium comes to mind for that. Oh, uh, stadium's an outdoor thing, man. I don't know if... Oh, well, would you see them play Labor, Brisbane Entertainment Centre or River Stage? Keeping in mind, it's been... Entertainment what, Centre's got a larger cap. Yeah, and it's been seven years since they did that East Coast run. So, mm. like, there's a long time since Tool have been in Australia, plus yeah. they have new music for the first time in 13 years. So, like... Ooh, maybe. They're, they're, I guarantee there's going to be a want and demand, but is it going to be enough to sell tickets? Like, you're the Tool and in, specialist. And, in, and that's what I mean, though. Like, in such a short time? Or is it not going to matter? Are they just going to sell out that quickly? It doesn't matter that three months is the lead time we have. I think it's. I think with a band like Tool, there'll be a demand for them. Yeah. Um, and I think the three-month period, depending on the size of the, the venues they play, will determine just how many more shows they can put on if those shows sell out, if that makes sense. Whereas you've got yeah. a band like Metallica who upped the ante and they started playing stadiums. stadiums. Yeah. They had a bit more time to sell those shows out. And... Um, yeah, like th- there was a still a wanted demand for that. Like they sold one Marvel Stadium and then put yeah, on the secondary show. Man, as big as Tool are, I can't see them doing nah, a stadium. That's it. Not yet. Not especially not over here yet. Like this mm. is a test the water kind of thing and and see what everyone thinks well, of I it guess, and then come back. I guess we just got to wait and see. I, yeah. Maybe did it say February twenty twenty? Yeah, it did. Okay, it yep. Did. Okay. And they're doing an Auckland show as well. So because I mean, New imagine, Zealand. imagine uh, you know, hinting. Out of February 2021. Jesus. Well, that's that's just, a, no, that's that's, 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 too, a, that's too far. Tool, we waited long enough for an album. We're not going to wait this long for a tour. That'd so, be a piss like, take, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then again, it is a Maynard thing to do. So, you know, stranger things have happened. Uh, but a band that obviously uh, taking a bit of a break off there, reuniting again. Oh, I don't want to say reuniting. We use that word too much. We've dropped a lot of reunions. Yeah, they're, they've taken a they've taken a gap year. They, okay, they're getting back on stage again, and they've got a whole bunch of friends joining them. It's tonight live, and they're doing this set at Unify, which there's so much secrecy around what and friends mean. Yeah, yeah. I think we brought this up in the first 
when we did like the lineup rundown, yeah, I was like, hmm, wonder what that actually means. I mean, and we talked about how even just if you include musicians who are already going to be at, at the festival, at yeah, the festival, it, that could be ex- ex- exciting enough, yeah. But what if there's more? Well, what if there's people from international bands that are also just going to happen to be around? Hey, I'm here. You know, maybe there's some local bands that are going to get like the opportunity of a lifetime. You know, a vocalist from a local band gets to sing with Jenna or, you know, what? it could be any of it. I know, right? It's almost a situation like you wish you could ask her yourself. And luckily... I got to sit down with the legend that is Jenna McDougall from Tonight Alive and have a chat all about what to expect for this upcoming show, so check this out. Unify 2020 is coming up very soon, January 9 to 12, and a band who I, for one, cannot wait to see again hitting the stage is Tonight Alive. Here to chat all about it is Jenna McDougall. Welcome to the show. Hi, Brownie. Thank you. Good to be back. It is very good to be back. Now, for those who obviously don't know, because they live under a rock, you are a festival fiend. Any opportunity where there's a music festival, not only if you're playing, you go as a punter. You love it just as much as we do. I do. I really do. It's been amazing actually having time off and being able to get tickets to shows and go out and just get amongst it and camp at festivals. It's been awesome. Does it kind of give you that whole stripped back feeling of like you don't have to represent a band or anything like that? You can go along with mates and, you know, try and hide amongst the crowd and, you know, go enjoy yourself like the good old days. Yeah, you know what? I kind of feel like I missed out on it altogether because we started touring when I was about 17. So I don't feel like I ever got the experience outside of playing at a festival. So it's a, it's actually something I'm only just being able to embrace now as a 27-year-old. Right. But I'm loving it because I, I guess it is a very familiar setting, but I've never been able to look at a timetable and, and like, point out 12 bands that I want to watch. Yeah. I've never been able to go and like, camp at a festival, you know. Um, it's just never been a reality for me. So it's, like, it's very exciting. It's a very exciting time in my life. It's essentially like you're you're getting to relive those early years of your youth again, but you're a bit older, you're a bit more wiser, and, and you can make better plans as opposed to running halfway across the uh, the venue to go catch a band for five minutes. <laughs> very true. Yeah, my partner and I talk a lot about living our second childhood, which is kind of right now. I don't know if you've heard of the terminology, like returning to the child. So it's like it's doing everything that you wanted to do but couldn't, but like with all the freedom and like experience, and independence of being an adult. It's like, it's super epic. Yeah, look, I'm all for, you know, there was once a smart band in, in Sydney who said 25's the new 18. I honestly believe going into our 30s, we're reliving our 20 <laughs> years. It's so good. Yeah, it's really accurate for me too. Well, let's take a look. All right, Tonight Alive and Friends, that's what's being dubbed at Unify. Um, obviously, people have so many ideas of what's going through our heads with what this could possibly be. And obviously, you know, you're going to keep this very tight-lipped, I'm assuming, right, Jenna? Oh, for the most part. <laughs> I'll see what I can flip out. Well, when it comes to, to friends, obviously, is it just going to be like cameos and things like that from certain musicians? Or, you know, will you pull out a full entire band or something like that? Like, what's kind of an idea that we can possibly expect with something, a tagline like this? Mm, I guess in, yeah, the, uh, the essence of it, it's collaboration. And that's really exciting for all of us. But for me in particular, because I've been, you know, quite precious about the stories that I tell over the years, it's, it's been pretty rare to find a, a feature artist on a Snyder Live song. 
and I guess I always found myself going on stage with other bands when we'd be on tour and and singing, yeah, a duet or something like that. But it was never something that we, I guess, were yeah presented with, but also something that we haven't embraced um, in the past. So I'm quite excited. Yeah, just musical collaboration. And especially after having a year off, I think it'll be really good to just have community and, yeah, to reconnect with the Australian music scene at Unify. Yeah, look, and the Unify crowd are a bunch of people who have obviously followed your career since those early years to where you are now. So, like, we're dying to see what you have to offer. And talking about the set list <laughs> or what could possibly be in order, do you reckon it'll be like a trip down memory lane for those Tonight Live fans? Well... You know, in, in terms of the set list or what, what do you think? Yeah, I, in, in terms of the set list, because obviously you've had a year off, you're, you're approaching uh, the, the second decade of the band now. So like, will it be a retrospect? Let's look back at where Tonight Alive has come from and, and kind of like, you know, what you've been through and where you got to today. Sure. Yeah, I think there's just definitely going to be a taste um, and a song in particular that um, we've been, at least I'll just speak on my behalf. I've been quite resistant to play this particular song that, got the band a lot of attention yeah back when we were sort of a growing emo punk band you know maybe like who knows like six seven eight years ago so it's going to be super fun to just embrace what has been instead of I guess as you get older and you you put out more and more music that you're that you feel is in sync and in line with what you actually want to represent um as opposed to like what happens you know by accident or what happens naturally so I think it's really nice to finally be at a stage where we're, we're not like shunning things that have happened in the past for the band. It's kind of like, hey, no, that was who we were at the time. And that part of our history deserves just as much love as, as the underworld yeah, era. Yeah. Stuff like that. So I don't know if you've ever felt like that, where you look back on your life and you're like, oh, when I was 16, I, and you just kind of write yourself off a bit. And it's so unfair because like it was true to you at the time. So yeah, just judging ourselves less, at least. Again, speaking on my own behalf, judging myself less and, yeah, just loving the journey and, yeah, bringing a few flavours back into the mix for the Unify set. Look, I'm glad you said that because, you know, over the past couple of weeks, I've been finding myself deleting old Facebook posts when that, that come up in memories. Mm. And look, as much as I, you know, I'm a completely different person to who I was back then, and yes, there was a lot of swearing involved back in those days. Like, you, you take a look back and, and you kind of use it as a progression from where you came from, like, not knowing how to take on the world, essentially. You know, a band like Tonight Alive, you, you had the, the world at your feet, essentially, and then you, you took it, you, you ran with it, and look at where it's got you to where you are now so you know by all means like don't be ashamed and I say this to everyone don't be ashamed of where you came from what you did like look back at it as mm. like lessons learned not not regrets yeah no it's lovely advice I agree and I can't wait to hear and see these stories on stage at Unify 2020. Tonight Alive playing Saturday, January 11th with a whole bunch of friends. You need to go and check it out. Get your tickets right now through unifygathering.com. Jenna McDougal, thank you for joining us. Thank you, my pleasure. Jenna McDougall is an absolute gem. And wow. like, if you see her at a festival, like, as she said, this is going to be the only opportunity where she's not played a festival. So she'll be able to walk around and enjoy herself. Obviously not on the first day, that is. Yeah, the second yeah. day, she's got all the hype and whoever those collaborations are that the band are going to be talking about and friends on stage. Mm. So yeah, looking forward to that. Okay. Both of us will be there on a secret mission, but uh, we, 
We're not allowed to let that out yet. More on that soon. Uh, but one person who I'd love to see, I'd love to see like a collaboration with Tonight Live is 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 Parkway Drive, right? Because Could we see Winston come out on stage with them? Do you think? Do you, would Would Tonight Live play a Deathless song? Can Tonight Live play a Deathless song and have Park and Winston come out? Because maybe they not, did the maybe song not together. as heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a pop punk like makeover. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I'd have to have whole other guitars detuned, the whole lot. And look, see, this is a, these are two bands that came up at the same time as each other. Like the, the three O was always Amity, Parkway Drive, and Tonight Alive. They yeah. all came up in the scene. They toured together, that kind of thing. And we get to see like the past fifteen years of what Parkway Drive have been doing on the road in their yeah. new movie, Viva the Underdogs. Yeah, it's so cool. That trailer. Yeah. All the feels. Got, yep. Got CJ there repping them. You've got you know people from Epitaph. You know, uh, over in the US talking about Graham how they just... Graham from Resist. Graham from everyone, Resist yep. Everyone's there talking about how they were just, like, heavier than everyone else. Yeah, that's it. And, and like, you know, there's a there's a little passage of uh, dialogue there uh, with the guys saying, you know, it must have been that time of, like, that that period of time where they they made that decision to go, right, we're going, we're going to stadiums. Yeah. And... And they like everyone's like, oh, it's bigger risk, you know, blah blah blah. And Winston says, "Yeah, well, nothing's telling us to stop." Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, there's th- nothing that's happening that is telling us to stop or to slow down. It's like, oh, this this yes. band. As as we know, we've been following this band for years, from the Byron Bay hardcore days, like playing Byron Bay High School, to mm. headlining UK festivals. Like, let that sink in, right? European festivals. European yeah. festivals. Like, Wacken is what Parkway Drive are headlining. This small band of surfer guys and bodyboarders mm. from Byron Bay. It's it's a beautiful thing. And in the past, we've seen the two DVDs that they've released. Yep. Um, and we've seen their travels and they've gone yep. to all these different areas. But this is kind of like encapsulating all of that. And we get to see it in a cinema for one night only. Yeah. Like, I know Metallic has done this. Slayer have done this. But yeah. this is the one. I've, I've bought my tickets. I'm already sorted. I, awesome. I have to see this show and Well, this you have to movie. fill me in on the details. I'll buy the tickets. I'll buy the seats behind you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there's going to be Let's a lot of popcorn. There's going to be a lot of, like, hooking up in the front. So, you oh, know. Oh, my God. Feel free to get in. Well, it's Parkway. It, it, all your inhibitions yeah, are Yeah, but you got to watch it. Yeah, but, like, you know. You know don't be distracted by it, making out it, in the cinema. Well, have you ever made out to a Parkway Drive song before? I wish I had though. You should do it now. Hit up EK and go. Come on, we just gotta chuck on some carrying or something like that, just to set the mood. I'm not, sure, <laughs> I'm not sure that's gonna work, but anyway. So yeah, like Parkway Driver dominating. It is such a fantastic thing for Australian heavy music to to watch this band and see what they're doing. So like, get yourself a ticket to this. Buy the DVD when it comes out. Go check them out at Good Things Festival. It's just. Lots. It's there's, all happening. There's so much going on right now, and it's such a beautiful thing to be a part of. Absolutely. We should uh, wrap things up right now. Episode right. 26 of the Matter of Faction podcast coming to an end. We do it every week for the Handshake Media Group. Cheers. That's uh, that's Brownie over there, and now I'm Pricey, Pricey over right here. there. So uh, catch you later. See you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. 